Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matlock. Pierre Delecto. Yeah, it sounds like some foreign, ridiculous, terrible movie. Um, It's much worse. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. We are going to talk about Mitt Romney today. We're going to talk about his Twitter uh, second personality nature, whatever the hell he's calling this. I'm so tired of watching this crap come. Look, is anybody surprised? Seriously, are you surprised that Mitt Romney, the spineless, gutless little pansy who couldn't win, he couldn't win president, he couldn't win the presidency against Barack Obama, he couldn't do it against any other person in the Republican Party, Uh, he he just couldn't do it, had a second Twitter account where he was stroking his own Peter. I mean, seriously, I don't know how else to put it. And, you know, this is the stuff that the left does. And then everybody sits around and wonders why the right has such a terrible reputation when we've got schmucks like Mitt Romney and Pierre Delecto. I mean, can you even pick a better name, you goober? What a goober. All right. Welcome in the Matlock Show. I'm Matlock, your host. Please go find me at Real Matlock on Twitter, on Parlor. And on Instagram, go follow me. I'm on the Cartel Mat over at Facebook. And, of course, I do lock and load every day from 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern on America's Voice News. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Mitt Romney. I'm going to talk about Justin Trudeau. I'm going to talk about Barack Obama. I'm going to talk about A.G. Barr. We're going to talk about Louis Vuitton. Yes, we're going to talk about purses today. Louis Vuitton. I don't know a damn thing about Louis Vuitton, but I might go buy a damn purse just because the left is so stupid. And I'm getting tired of seeing it. All right, this segment brought to you by Verve. Well, let's let's do this. Let's do PatriotMobile.com. We haven't done Patriot Mobile in the beginning of the show. PatriotMobile.com forward slash Matt. If you head over there and use that website, PatriotMobile.com forward slash Matt, you're going to get all kinds of goodies, but you're going to get great cell phone service and a great phone, and you're going to get it from people who are right here in the great state of Texas who care about you, who believe in you, and who believe in the values that you believe in, you know, like strong borders, you know, protecting life about protecting your Second Amendment and your ability to keep and bear arms. Yeah, you know, Patriot Mobile does all that. And they take a little bit of that money, you pay for your great cell phone service and your great cell phone, and they give it to conservative causes. What are you waiting on? Vote with your dollar. 
head over to patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt, patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. Do it today. Do it today. If you're in the market, you're looking to redo your cell phone plan, you're just looking to change, they'll buy you out of your cell phone plan. They'll waive your activation fees. There's all kinds of things they'll do. You have to check it out. PatriotMobile.com forward slash Matt. All right. So Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. Let, let, let's talk about little Willard, shall we? He was caught with a secret Twitter account to champion himself. I mean, you how more narcissistic can you get? And everything about this story says so much about old Willard Romney, his pettiness, his insecurity, his lack of character, honesty, decency, starting with how it all unraveled. Romney doing business with the establishment media. In this case, the far left Atlantic and activist reporter McKay Coppins who was originally hired at BuzzFeed to destroy Romney's 2012 presidential campaign. So I want to set the table for you here. Romney, who the media, you know, fawned over while he was running for the Republican ticket. As soon as he he got the nomination, he had binders full of women. He was killing that guy's wife and old mittens or the dog or whatnot was riding around on top of the car in the kennel. Remember those days? Yeah, they hated him and they attacked him. And, of course, they hired this this BuzzFeed, hired this activist reporter, McKay Coppins, back in 2012 because she's Mormon. And she could go after Romney without having any conscience of, oh, well, 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 you know, he's Mormon and we can't. Yeah, that that didn't seem to fly over. So back in 2011, Coppins was the affirmative action hire of all affirmative action hires determined to win Barack Obama a second term, BuzzFeed knew it needed a left-wing Mormon or a media-approved Mormon on the team. Someone who could trash Romney without being called a religious bigot. Before the race was over, among other things, Coppins accused Romney of ginning up a race war over his welfare reform proposals. See what I'm saying here? Here's a guy, Mittens, that just doesn't have a brain. Oh, I'll tell you what's going on. His pride's hurt. He's got little dick syndrome, is what we call it. You know, he's trying to measure his Peter with Donald Trump. That's what he's trying to do. And he ain't measuring. And he's pissed because Donald's successful. Donald won the presidency and he didn't. Donald did all these things that he should have done. Hence the reason he's anti-Trump. Hence the reason he's he's cozied up with the media. Hence he likes the cocktail parties up on Capitol Hill. He likes being in the know. He likes being liked. Because poor Mittens is narcissistic. He's a narcissistic asshole. Seriously. The guy is a knucklehead. And it's terrible. And here he is. What does he do? He thinks it's going to be cute and coy. If he starts this secondary Twitter account to champion himself, <sighs> let me set the table here. It says, moreover, Coppins is not terribly bright. That might seem unfair, but how else to describe a man who assured the world Evan McMullen is on the verge of beating Trump and Clinton in deep red Utah as he he's literally building a new party. Spoiler alert, Trump won Utah by 18 and McMullen is now a punchline. How else to describe a man who declared in 2014 
that Trump very badly wants to be taken seriously as a potential political candidate and not be written off as a man-boy who cried wolf. But at the same time, he plainly has no interest in actually running for office. Spoiler alert, Trump's president of the United States. This guy's a moron, this McKay Coppins. I think I called him a girl, but I don't even care because he's a moron. Anyway, like an abused spouse, Romney continues to cuddle up to his media abusers, people who treat him much worse than Trump ever has. It's like a clinical condition. <laughs> the, John Nolte calls it the McCain syndrome, and there's no known cure. And so, because there is a God, and he loves us, Romney's cuddling with his abusers on the pages of The Atlantic has ended in total humiliation after he attempted to brag about his social media savvy. Moron. When I met Romney in his office a couple weeks later, I asked if Trump's Twitter issue insults bothered him. Here's what Romney said. That's kind of what he does, Romney said with a shrug, and then got up to retrieve an iPad from his desk. He explained that he uses a secret Twitter account. What do they call me, a lurker? to keep tabs on the political conversation. I won't give you the name of it, he said, but I'm following 668 people. Swiping at his tablet, he recited some of the accounts he follows, including journalists, late-night comedians, what's-his-name, the big redhead from Boston, and athletes. Trump was not among them. He tweets so much, Romney said, comparing the president to one of his nieces who overshares on Instagram. I love her, but it's like, ah, uh, it's too much. Except we now know it's not a lurker account. Oh, no. It is so much more than that. It took a writer at Slate about 14 seconds to discover that Mitt Romney, a sitting United States senator, uses the name Pierre Delecto to run all around Twitter defending Mitt Romney. And Willard has already been forced to confirm that Pierre Delecto is indeed a fellow named Willard. <laughs> oh, before we get all into this, I want you to listen to this. This is uh, Mike Huckabee. He went on to Fox, and he, we're talking about mittens here. I want you to listen to his reaction. Let me make sure I got that turned up. Here we go. One, one, Mike Huckabee. Uh, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney, he spoke out against the president who was a candidate. Then he wanted to be secretary of state for a while. And then when he decided to run for senator, he got an endorsement from the president. But he is so quick now to turn on the president. How do you explain this friction? Well, first of all, Mitt Romney bounces back and forth more than a tennis ball at a Venus Williams match. Uh, that's part of it. But the, the latest thing is this incredible revelation that he is, in fact, Pierre Delecto. He's got a secret Twitter account. I find this just really stunning. The man's 72 years old. Having fake Twitter accounts on social media, uh, that's the work of kids, cowards, couch potatoes, and perverts like Carlos Danger. What on earth does a United States senator do calling himself Pierre Delecto? Uh, if he's got something to say, man up and say it. And, and let us all realize that this guy is not a team player. He's still bitter because Donald Trump got elected and he didn't. He needs to get over it. He needs to realize that the choice in this country is a choice between socialism and the very capitalism that he so celebrated and that made him so incredibly uber wealthy. 
And he needs to start embracing that that's the binary choice we face in this nation between Donald Trump and whoever is on that stage uh, for the Democrats. Well, we discovered apparently that he had a, uh, a hidden Twitter handle in an in a profile in a profile with the Atlantic. The Atlantic reporter later said just spoke to Mitt Romney on the phone and asked him about Pierre Delecto. His only response, say moi, it is I. So it sounds like he's t- he's owning up to it. It's just weird. Well, isn't and it? interestingly, that he would he would speak it in French, right? Right. I mean, French name. His name just, is Pierre. When I bump into him, I want to say, "Pardon me, do you have any gray poupon?" <laughs> uh, you know what? What an incredible revelation! I'm, I'm just I'm embarrassed for him. Well, well, yeah, I just don't know what it says. I guess it went private. Did anyone see? Yeah, is he just following people? As long as he's and, uh, not on there criticizing people and acting like he's Pierre, if he just wants to go on there for privacy reasons. I, so, I get that. Mm-hmm. He said he wanted just to uh, essentially watch the political conversations online. But now he can't because he's been exposed by himself. Uh, Governor, thank you very much. Au revoir. <laughs> he wants. See, this is. Look, listen to that. Fox News makes excuses for him. Well, well, he 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 wants the anonymity. He 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 he. You hear him? They make excuses. This guy is a turd. He is a crybaby, whiny turd that, Mike Huckabee's right, man up. Man, uh, I mean, could you imagine? I I want you to think about, and this is so ridiculous, I even have to talk about this today. I want you to think about Trump having a secondary Twitter handle. One that, by the way, I'm going to get to in the story, um, Romney used to stroke his own ego. You know, first off, you know, let's talk about what Mike Huckabee said. Pierre Delecto sounds like Carlos Danger's serial killing partner, right? I mean, it does sound almost pedophilish. It sounds almost, um, I, maybe not pedophilish, but predatorish, almost ridiculous. Like, you don't want people to know you are because you want to get freaky in the Burger King bathroom, right? With some chick you don't even know. I mean, it sounds predatorish, right? <laughs> But whereas disgraced former Congressman Anthony Weiner used the pseudonym Carlos Danger to troll for underage girls, Romney uses Pierre Delecto to whimper like a Frito for a little frickin' respect. Well, not anymore. Now he's become the laughingstock of the internet. Mittens has locked up Pierre as a private account. You used to be able to read it. Now you can't. But thankfully, before he ran away and hid like a girl, um, some folks were able to discover just how much Mittens loves him some Mittens. And when Mittens doesn't get his due, Mittens is there to say something about the greatness of Mittens. Here you go. Steve Dennis says, GOP Senator sticking up for Richard Burr. Blunt Shelby Collins Rubio. And then Pierre Delecto says, Romney too, said to the Post that he was confident in Chairman Burr. So got to come to his aid. When Mittens discovered his numero uno shrieking fangirl is disappointed in Mittens, Mittens is there to stand tall for Mittens. Jennifer Rubin. Inside Romney's Trump strategy, his strategy is non-confrontational, verging on spineless. Pierre Delecto replies, Jennifer, you need to take a breath. Maybe you can then acknowledge the people who agreed with you in large measure, even if not in every measure. Gosh darn it, Mittens does not have a moral compass. But it gets better. There's another tweet. The Hill. Mitt Romney says he may not endorse Trump in 2020. Pierre Delecto. 
Only Republican to hit Trump on Mueller report. Only one to hit Trump on character time and again. So Soledad, you think he's the one without moral compass? Because Soledad O'Brien said that Mitt Romney was had another lack of moral compass. Yeah, Mitt Romney has principles. So says Mittens. And so say we all. Brett Hume, some might say Romney, Romney is too. It says Romney says America is an unreliable ally after Trump pulls troops out of Syria. Uh, Pierre Delecto, loyal to principle Trump's loyalty to party or person, right, Brit? So you got Pierre Delecto running all over Twitter defending Mitt Romney. Who is actually Mitt Romney? Are you, we live in a we live in a strange time, do we not? You know, I, I was over, well, we recorded some podcast for Chad Prather yesterday. Head over to watchchad.com. Watchchad.com. But we were talking, we did a podcast the other day. And the funny thing is, we were talking about where society was and where it is today. And we were talking about growing up and we were talking about, you know, what we had going on in our lives and social media and all the things we grew up doing and all of that stuff. I honestly feel bad for this generation. And we talked about the generations. You know, you talk about how the generation coming up behind you, the generation next, we always worry about them, right? I mean, my grandfather worried about my dad's generation. My dad's generation worried about my generation. My generation worries about my kid's generation. I think it's human nature. But I feel, <clears throat> sorry, I feel terrible about what our kids are currently dealing with today. We live in a very very strange time today where social media is looked upon more importantly than a man's true character or or his what am I looking for or his uh his honesty or what he stands for his integrity it's like we don't worry about that anymore we get into this litter box of twitter and we all yell at each other at 248 characters or whatever it is 280 characters and we get nothing done. You know, I was talking to Chad the other day, and he's like, I kind of like Twitter. I'm like, you know, Twitter's just a big litter box. It is a big litter box where everybody goes to air their grievances 280 characters at a time. And, and it's sad. And we watch this. How pathetic. How damn pathetic is it that Mitt Romney's out there running around with an alter ego on Twitter because he wants to follow the political game? No, he wants to stroke his own penis. I mean, it is just as simple as that. He's narcissistic, and it looks terrible for our party. And they say our party loosely because you and I and the whole world knows Mitt Romney is not a conservative. Hell, I don't even think he's a Republican. He might be a Democrat. I think we might all be able to agree upon that. But he goes out there and he uses a pseudonym, for those of you in Flint, Indiana, that is a that is a name, that's a name that's not his, it's a fake name, for those of you, pseudonym. But you've got this Pierre Delecto. I mean, how, how ridiculously goober does that sound? And Romney's so insecure and hungry for approval but so cowardly and craven and not wanting to correct or criticize his abusers in the media directly that he cowers in their mentions under the cloak of just another anonymous nobody. Why doesn't Romney use his verified Twitter account to make these points, to set the record straight? Why doesn't he reach out directly, directly to those in the media when he wants something corrected? 
I'll tell you why. Because he's a whimpering, abused, little, ridiculous pansy of a man. So intimidated and defeated by the corrupt media that when he's not kissing their ass on the pages of the Atlantic, he can only try and regain some of his pride by hiding in the dark and rebelling in a way that isn't even as nervy as ringing a doorbell and running. If that's not bad enough, Mittens is using the like button on his Pierre Delecto account to file away those tweets that make Mitt Romney's heart sing. Tweets accusing Trump of swindling kids with cancer and invoking the 25th Amendment to remove Trump from office and attacking Newt Gingrich for impeaching Bill Clinton while cheating on his own wife. What a catty, cowardly, neurotic, little backstabbing bitch Mitt Romney is, but we already knew that. And now... What an idiot. I mean... I, I am I am perplexed. I mean, I'm I'm literally at a loss of words when it comes to this whole subject. I can't believe I've spent 20 minutes talking about it. And in, in, in the crazy thing about all of it is, old Mittens is 22 years old or 22. He's 72 years old. I mean, grow up, bit Mittens. Grow up. Grow up. Figure it out. Get out from hiding behind your little little skirt or wherever the hell it is and and move on with your life. All right, so we're moving on here. Head over to thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. That's how you spell my last name. There's a link over there, Verve Forever. Now, Verve Forever is a great CBD oil company and cream, and they're coming out with some, some, more, some more products. I mean, they're fantastic, but if, if you're even slightly interested or have been thinking about looking into CBD oil, head over to my website, thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. Click on that link. You will get all the information you need. Seriously, it's a great website. It fills you in on all the benefits of CBD oils. We've got oil. We've got cream. We've got dog CBD over there. It is fantastic, but it will answer every question you have. Now, CBD has grown so much over the past year or so. They don't, you know, a lot of people are very skeptical of it. And I'll tell you, I use the cream. It works well. I mean, it is one of the best products I've ever used. Right on the spot that I need it for my sore back or a knee, instant pain relief. It's amazing. So you got the cream over there. You've got the oil, which I know many of you are using out there. And then we're using the CBD oil for our dog, Samson. And I'm telling you, it has worked wonders. It has worked wonders with that guy. I mean, he's he's in the later stages of his life. He had lots of pain, uh, hip dysplasia, having a tough time getting around, having some balance issues, which the CBD oil I don't think does anything for that. But you can definitely tell he's more active. Um, I think he has less, less pain. He's acting like he has less pain. But go over to thematlockshow.com. Check out my website. Click on that Verve Forever link. If you use Verve 50, V-E-R-V-E 50, you're going to get 50% off if you're a first-time buyer. You're going to get free shipping on $100, over $100, if it's in the continental United States. And if you're not a first-time buyer, you're a frequent flyer, use Verve 25, you'll save 25% today. Go check it out, Verve Forever, verveforever.com. It's over at thematlockshow.com. Click on that link. That's how I get paid. Click on that link. Check it out. Get your information. Order it. If you so see fit, it works. Verveforever.com. Use Verve 25 or Verve 50 today. All right. Report. Attorney General Barr expands probe 
into Russia investigation origin. Now, we've been listening and watching and patiently waiting for this FISA IG report to be dropping, and it just keeps getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And it was supposed to drop in June. We're literally almost to November. So we keep asking the same question. What in the world is taking so long for this report to be put out? You know, what, what, what's happening? What, what's, what's taking all this time? Why are we sitting here waiting and waiting and waiting and we still have not seen? I mean, what's in this report that is taking so long to produce, right? So the news outlet, NBC News, uh, acknowledged that the U.S. Department of Justice would not say whether the investigation has morphed into a criminal probe. NBC News, however, reported Justice Department officials have said that attorney John Durham has found something significant and critics should be careful. The news outlet did not elaborate on the findings. Now, referring to the expansion of the review into the origins of the Russian probe, NBC News reported, citing multiple current and former officials, that the prosecutor conducting the review, Connecticut U.S. Attorney John Durham, has expressed his intent to interview a number of current and former intelligence officials involved in examining Russia's effort to interfere in the 2016 presidential election. Now, they include former CIA Director John Brennan, and former Director of National Intelligence, James Clapper. Rut row, raggy. Now, this is this, this investigation is separate of the FISA IG investigation. This investigation that I'm talking about now is actually the Durham investigation. The, the investigation of the investigators, right? The who did what, when, and how, who covered stuff up, you know, what's going on, that kind of thing. Well, now we're finding out that the scope of that investigation has widened and that we're going to see James Brennan or Jim Brennan, John Brennan, sorry, James, Jim, John, too many J's, John Brennan and James Clapper are now going to get caught up in this investigation. Now, you know what that means, right? We're getting closer to the ring leader. We're get because all roads, you know, the Democrats sit here and say that all roads lead to Russia. No, no, no. All roads lead to one President Barack Hussein Obama. You you can call me crazy. You can call me a conspiracy theory. You can call me what you want. I really don't care. But in the end. Anybody with an IQ above room temperature knows that somehow President Obama was linked to this. Now, you've got Brennan, and you've got Clapper, and we know about the FISAs. We know about the Trump or the Steele dossier, the PP dossier. We know all about that. We know they lied to get this stuff in front of a judge. We know that the witch hunt started on this Russia collusion hoax, which is not there. They spent what? Mueller spent two years and $40 million looking for it, couldn't find it. And now, here we are. Now, A.G. Barr is expanding the probe. Now, now, John Brennan and James Clapper are caught in the, up in this. Durham has also requested 
to talk to CIA analysts involved in the intelligence assessment of the Russians' activities, prompting some of them to hire lawyers, according to three former CIA officials familiar with the matter. And there is tension between the CIA and the Justice Department over what classified documents Durham can examine, two people familiar with the matter said. With Barr's approval, Durham has expanded his staff and the time frame under scrutiny, according to law enforcement official directly familiar with the matter. And he is now looking into conduct past Trump's inauguration in January 17, a Trump official said. An unnamed DOJ spokeswoman reportedly said Ukraine is on a list of countries the department is examining for contributing to the Russian probe. The spokesperson, however, refused to say whether Durham is investigating corruption related to the DNC server, as described by the White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney on Thursday. So this... This investigation is getting bigger. It's including more people. We're starting to look into who was responsible, who was, who was, you know, investigating, who all of this stuff moved around. And now I want to talk to you about the media because the media, here's a headline from Breitbart media memory hole reports confirming Trump's Ukraine conspiracy theory, the fake news media are ignoring their own reporting that backs up President Trump's so-called Ukraine conspiracy theory. Oh, and another thing to keep in mind as the establishment media attempt to gaslight the public into backing impeachment is what the fake media call Trump's Ukraine conspiracy theory. The Department of Justice calls it an open investigation. This hoax impeachment effort is looking to conflate two separate things into one conspiracy theory, which all connect to Trump's July phone call with the prime minister of Ukraine and his request for that country's help regarding its possible corruption here in the United States. By portraying Trump's request as a conspiracy theory, the media believe they they can convince the public that Trump was just looking for dirt as opposed to the truth which is how the facts prove Trump's requests are perfectly reasonable. The first, let's lay these out here. The first is the Biden family using then-Vice President Joe Biden's influence to enrich themselves by the way of Hunter Biden's sweet $50,000 a month plus gig with a Ukrainian energy company where Hunter had zero experience in gas and oil. Now, the second involves Ukraine's meddling in the 16 presidential election. We know for a fact that Ukraine meddled in the 16 presidential election to boost Hillary Clinton because the same media now telling us this belief is a conspiracy theory have already reported that Ukraine meddled in the 2016 presidential election to boost Hillary Clinton. Here's the far left Politico back in January 17. They write. Ukrainian government officials tried to help Hillary Clinton and undermine Trump by publicly questioning his fitness for office. They also disseminated documents implicating a top Trump aide in corruption and suggested they were investigating the matter only to back away after the election. And they helped Clinton's allies research damaging information on Trump and his advisors, a Politico investigation found. A Ukrainian-American operative who was consulting for the Democrat National Committee met with top officials in the Ukrainian embassy in Washington in an effort to expose ties between Trump, top campaign aide Paul Manafort, and Russia, according to people with direct knowledge of the situation. 
The Ukrainian efforts had an impact in the race, helping to force Manafort's resignation and advancing the narrative that Trump's campaign was deeply connected to Ukraine's foe to the east, Russia. Politico's investigation found evidence of Ukrainian government involvement in the race that appears to strain diplomatic protocol dictating that governments refrain from engaging in one another's elections. Now, we also learn, by the way, that Hillary Clinton's campaign in the DNC sought dirt from Ukraine, which is exactly what Trump is being falsely accused of doing. A daughter of Ukrainian immigrants who maintains strong ties to the Ukrainian-American dysphoria in the U.S. Embassy in Ukraine, Alexandria Shalupa, who had worked in the White House of public liaison during the Clinton administration. Shalupa went on to work as a staffer, then as a consultant for the DNC. Now, if you watch, I said this before and I'll say it again, Glenn Beck did a 55-minute video on the connections in Ukraine, and Shalupa was one of the main figures. I'm telling you, if you do nothing else, I know Glenn Beck's went a little wonky over the years, but if you do nothing else, this was a masterful piece of information that Glenn Beck did on Ukraine. I mean, it put all of the pieces together, the information together, the proof together, Shalupa, all this stuff, Manafort, the Black Book, um, Papadopoulos, Carter Page, Trump, Ukraine, the president, all this stuff lays it out over an hour brilliantly. So we know in an interview this month, Shalupa told Politico she had developed a network of sources in Kiev and Washington, including investigative journalists, government officials, and private intelligence operatives. The day after Manafort's hiring was revealed, she briefed the DNC's communication staff on Manafort, Trump, and their ties to Russia, according to an operative familiar with the situation. A former DNC staffer described the exchange as an informal conversation, saying briefing makes it sound way too formal, and adding, we were not directing or driving her work on this. Yet... The former DNC staffer and the operative familiar with the situation agreed that with the DNC's encouragement, Shalupa asked embassy staff to try and arrange an interview in which Poroshenko, the former president of Ukraine, might discuss Manafort's ties to Yankovic, who was the disgraced U.S. ambassador to Ukraine. And this is only half of it, my friends. There's also the matter of the DNC server, which the corrupt media, the FBI, and Mueller all claimed was hacked by the Russians to aid and abet the Trump campaign. What the media refuses to report on now is that the server has never, ever, ever, never, ever been scrutinized by the FBI or anyone trustworthy. The only organization that has looked at the server is a private security group called CrowdStrike. That, surprise, surprise, asserts Russia hacked the server and everyone, including our own FBI, are just taking their word for it because it fits the Democrat narrative. It's beyond outrageous that the FBI and media have blindly accepted these results. The reasons... CrowdStrike is suspect is that one, disgraced former FBI Director Jim Comey has admitted the FBI wanted to see the server but was never given access. Two, CrowdStrike's co-founder, Dmitry Alperovich, 
despises Russia. Through a group called the Atlantic Council, which is funded by NATO and a Ukrainian billionaire who is very close to Hillary Clinton and George Soros. And number three, CrowdStrike received $100 million in funding from Google Capital, which is owned by Eric Schmidt, a billionaire committed to Democrats, which made him a big-time Hillary Clinton's aborter in 16. So the whole thing stinks to high heaven. And there's no good reason for the DNC not to turn the server over, especially when blaming Russia for the DNC hack, which may ultimately prove true. It's just a little too neat when you look at the players involved. Despite all of this, the fact that Trump would like to know what the hell went on in Ukraine is still, still looked down upon again in the media as a conspiracy theory. You know, and the conspiracy theory garbage is just that. It's garbage. The FBI came up with that term back when JFK was assassinated because they didn't want too many people asking questions. So you were just a conspiracy theorist. It was a conspiracy theory. Oh, my goodness. You can't ask questions. Well, it's not a conspiracy when you have facts to back it up. (sighs) Now, the media calls this a conspiracy theory, even though, and this is important, The Department of Justice has opened an ever-expanding investigation into Ukraine's involvement in the 16 election. Now, the left wants you to think this is nothing burger. There's nothing there. It's just made up. It's it's that right-wing conspiracy crap, right? But the Washington Examiner says the Justice Department revealed that U.S. Attorney John Durham, picked by Attorney General William Barr, to look into the origins of the Trump-Russia investigation, is investigating whether Ukraine was involved in the 16 election efforts. Okay? A Department of Justice team led by U.S. Attorney John Durham is separately exploring the extent to which a number of countries, including Ukraine, played a role in the counterintelligence investigation directed at the Trump campaign during the 2016 election, DOJ spokeswoman Carrie Kupek said Wednesday. While the Attorney General is yet to contact Ukraine in connection with the investigation, certain Ukrainians, who are not members of the government, have volunteered information to Mr. Durham, which he is evaluating. Now, Lindsey Graham, I don't know what to think about Lindsey. To be honest with you, I don't know what to think about this boob. I mean... The guy's been a moron. John McCain had his testicles for years. He was McCain's little stooge for a long time. I didn't think he could think for himself. Then the Kavanaugh deal came around, the whole smearing of Kavanaugh for Supreme Court, and he grew a set, and then McCain died, so maybe he gave his testicles back. Uh, But then Graham's crawling back around. I'm going to be Trump's worst nightmare, blah, 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 blah. So I don't know what to think of Lindsey Graham. But Graham says he's interested in investigating Ukraine's meddling in the 16th election. He says it. He says, quote, I think Ukraine was involved in the 16 election. I think they were trying to hurt Trump. They may have been working with the Democrats, and I want someone to look at Ukraine's involvement in that 16 election like Robert Mueller looked at the Russian involvement. I don't. Do we need another investigation? Can we just put Durham on it or something? I mean, we got all these investigations. Everything now needs an investigation. You notice that? No one can. I mean, we, we know. I mean, you got the information. Let it go. You know, declassify it, President Trump. Just declassify it, and away we go. Then we can figure out this whole idiocy that is the whole Trump-Russia narrative bullcrap that we see, right? Now, the political article is very disturbing, Graham says, where DNC members went to the Ukrainian embassy to try and find dirt. 
Better yet, when speaking of the Ukrainian prosecutor, then-Vice President Joe Biden bragged about getting fired, Graham added, and I'd like to call the prosecutor and have him testify. Isn't it kind of odd that the only person that Biden wanted to fire was the one investigating his son? It's a great point. You know, why aren't we finding out these answers? Biden and his media enablers have defended Biden using USAID as a quid pro quo. For those of you in Flint, that is a favor for a favor to get this prosecutor fired because the prosecutor was seen as corrupt. Okay, but riddle me this. With all the corruption in Ukraine, why this guy and only this guy? Why the guy who says he was digging into the energy company that hired Hunter Biden for 50000 a month when Hunter Biden knows nothing about Ukraine or energy? All of this reminds Mr. Nolte, who was writing this article, of the Russia collusion hoax when the media's early reporting detailed how the Obama administration spied on the Trump campaign was memory hold after Trump accused Obama of spying on his campaign. The media were willing to make stone-cold fools of themselves, willing to pretend that all the previous reporting never happened in order to protect Obama. What a spectacle. And now we've got the media doing the exact same thing, which is corrupt. You know, if we look at the media today, corrupt. The media is so, so corrupt. They're not telling us the truth. They're telling us a narrative. They don't care about the truth. They don't care about what you think. They don't even care about their reporting. They care about covering for the Democrat Party. And here we are. I mean, it, it's amazing to watch. It's amazing, amazing to watch. All right, we're going to shift gears once again. And uh, do me a great big favor. Head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. I'm drinking mine right now. Oh, that's good. A little downrange. It's great coffee. For what? It's great coffee. You're going to like it. I love it. I drink mine black, just just black, like it straight. But they're, they've done some interesting things. First of all, they're great people. Chad over there, the owner. I work with Zach Brown, the man, not the band. Um, there's several now Scars and Stripes Coffee um, veterans because they have an all-veteran workforce. And, and what happens here, Scars and Stripes Coffee set up an e-commerce platform so that these veterans can can sell. They can be entrepreneurs. They can go out there and run their own business how they see fit. And they can sell as much coffee as their little heart desires. And it's great coffee. But you can help empower a veteran. You can head to thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E, and click on that Scars and Stripes link that I have on my page. Or you can head to scarsandstripescoffee.com, tell them Matlock sent you, and go get yourself some great coffee, and all the while you're going to empower a veteran. Because you know my heart in veterans here on this program. We love, love, love our veterans. So please do me a favor. Head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. If you want great coffee, do it today. Scarsandstripescoffee.com. The official. It's the official coffee of the Matlock Show. All right. So here we are. Um, Trump. Let, let, let's, let's, let's move on. Donald Trump came down here and did a campaign rally in Dallas. I covered it for America's Voice News. You you watched it. You downloaded the app. It was a great time. It was loud. We could barely hear ourselves. Uh, about, I don't know, 60,000 people all together showed up to, to see Trump. But while he was down here, President Trump visited a Texas factory that makes Louis Vuitton handbags. Now, if you're like me... I'm not much of a fashionista. 
I don't know crap about purses. I know that my wife every year gives me a list of of a purse made by Michael Kors to buy her, which I don't even know who the hell he is. But I be the good little husband and I run down and I buy her that Michael Kors purse. She's got several of them. But Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton makes these nice bags for you ladies. Y'all like it, you know, y'all look good. It's on your arm. It's sparkly. It's nice. Well, left wing group that specializes in launching boycotts of businesses with ties to President Donald Trump is now targeting Louis Vuitton because the fashion company allowed President Trump and the others in his administration to visit its new handbag factory in Texas. Oh, my God, the tragedy. Can you believe it? They let Donald Trump visit, and now we got to boycott a purse company. Are these people out of their ever-loving minds? I think they are. I mean, here we go. Trump comes to Texas, tours a facility where, you know, a thousand new jobs. This is how much the left hates America. Louis Vuitton is employing a thousand more people. A thousand. That's a lot of people who get to go make purses, who get to go have health insurance, who get to go, you know, make a pretty decent wage, be able to take care of their family, and the left hates it. But that's the left today, isn't it? In an alphabetized list of companies that recommends consumer boycott, the Grab Your Wallet website gives the reason for targeting Louis Vuitton as being because French businessman and chairman Bernard Arnault did a photo op with Trump in Texas. He took a picture with the president because, by God, that evil, greedy, 1% Bernard Arnott needs to be taken down. This is what the left believes. I mean, this is exactly what the damn left believes. That if you anywhere, shape, form, you're even in a picture with the president, we're going to burn you down. This is absurd. Now, the Business of Fashion, BOF, website, reported on the boycott effort. The group organized shortly before the 16 election after recordings emerged of Trump disparaging women on the set of Access Hollywood. He didn't disparage him. He said he likes to grab him by the pussy. Women like being grabbed by the pussy every now and then. I mean, come on. It's so ridiculous. They act like this was some, it's not, you know, here's the thing. They never caught Trump doing it. Trump, only thing Trump said was, you know what? Women sometimes like being grabbed by the pussy. Bernie Sanders wrote about women fantasizing about being raped. No one's boycotting his dumb ass. I mean, Bernie Sanders wrote back in the 70s that women, while they're having sex with their husbands, fantasize about being raped by multiple men. But you're worried because, you know, I, I'm telling you, I might come out with this T-shirt. Hoo-hoo's and cheeseburgers, you know. So ridiculous. You know, men like men, men like pussy. It's, it's a fact of life. I'm not ashamed of it. It's so ridiculous. But the left makes it seem like it's some kind of crazy deal because, you know, men can have effing periods. Give me a break. Men can't have periods. You don't have a uterus. Do you want me to tell you what happens monthly to a woman who bleeds for a week because she got her menstrual cycle? 
I mean, do we have to talk about reproduction? I mean, the left talks about reproduction all the damn time. I don't think they understand it. Men can't have periods. We don't have ovaries or a uterus or eggs. We don't bleed out of any holes. And if you are bleeding out of holes, men, you ought to go see the doctor. Seriously. And now Louis Vuitton. <laughs> I mean, these people, these people are so stupid. Trump was not disparaging women on the set of Access Hollywood. Grab Your Wallet had an early win when it called for consumers to boycott Ivanka Trump's fashion line and stores that carried it appeared to continue to decline in sales. Now, most of the brands on Grab Your Wallet's list were targeted for financial ties to Trump, including SoulCycle in the Hudson Yards Mall in uh, Manhattan, Stephen Ross, the developer of H Hudson Yards, and chairman of Equinox-owned SoulCycle, held a fundraiser for Trump in August. Now, Louis Vuitton is the first owner of the consumer brands to make the list that is not financially involved with the Trump family or administration. It's unlikely that the boycott will have a massive effect on the luxury uh, brand because they own, by the way, it's LVMH, and I don't even know what the heck that stands for, Louis Vuitton something or other, um, owns companies like Sephora, Celine, Givenichi, and Dior, just to name a few, and saw record profits of 6.4 million pounds in 2018. Louis Vuitton is expected to net 12 billion pounds in sales this year. I don't know what pounds equal American dollars. Let's look here. Let's Google how much is a pound to American dollars. Let's let's see the equivalent here. Pound, pound to dollars. Look at, see, my, I think the computer's listening. Pound to dollars. So a pound equals 1.29 United States dollars. So if you do that math really quick, like, let's do that. I'll flip up my calculator here. 1.29 times 12 billion. Do, do, there's 120, 1.2, 12, 120, 1.2 billion, 12 billion. That is $15,480,000,000. $15,000,000,000. That Louis Vuitton has made. Do you think they give a shit what the Democrats think? I mean, you think they care what the Democrats want to do? $15.5 billion in sales in U.S. dollars. But Shannon Coulter, one of the Grab Your Wallet's founders, told BOF that people hate Trump more than they care about Americans being employed. I grabbed this article for this one line right here. For this one sentence right here. This is the left, and this is what I want you to understand about the left today. Okay? Shannon Coulter, one of Grab Your Wallet's founders, told the BOF, the Business of Fashion website, that people hate Trump more than they care about Americans being employed. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Isn't that amazing? I mean, here, he, that she's literally confessing to you, these liberals, that, you know, they want to take care of you. 
They want all this socialistic bullshit in your life. They want cradle to grave. They want to pay for all your shit. They want to pay for your education. They want to pay for your health care. But they sure in hell don't want you to have a job if it isn't connected to them. Wow, is that dictatorship or what? Is that a dictatorship right there? I mean, that goes well beyond dictatorship. But they tell you that Trump's the dictator. Trump's the one that wants to run your life. Trump's the one that wants to turn America into a dictatorship. But here they are. They're out there. I mean, this one sentence pisses me off. She told BOF that people hate Trump more than they care about Americans being employed. They, the right there, the Democratic Party doesn't give a shit about you. They don't. They don't care. They would rather see you sitting on your fat ass at home doing nothing than being employed and having a good job in health care because then you're not relying upon them. Quote, creating jobs is not an excuse to ignore morally repugnant behavior. Culture said businesses are willing to look the other way in order to work with the Trump administration, but it's a worrisome trend. They hate the fact that these people work with Donald Trump. You know why they work with Donald Trump? Because the damn economy works for them. He's cut their taxes. He's cut regulation. And you know what? They're employing more people than they've ever employed before. And the left wants America to fail. They want you to fail. They don't care about you. They sit there and they say they do. They sit there and they tell you that they're pro-America. They're not. The, the, the ugly truth of all of this crap that the left hammers us with is that they need you to fail. The left needs you to fail. They need you to be miserable. They need you to be impoverished. They need you to be unemployed. Because then, and only then, will you have to turn to them then they can control you, your health care. I mean, I want you to think about this just for a second. If the government can control your health care, what's the next thing they're going to control? Your behavior? You know, you go in there to get a checkup and you're overweight. Can they say, oh, you're a fat ass? You know, we're going to put you on a diet. You can't eat meat. Huh? Yeah, we're, we're, you can no longer eat any more meat. You're a vegan. We're just going to tell you. And if you want this health insurance, you're going you're gonna to do what we say. I mean, is that so far-fetched? Is that so far-fetched? And then you're going to go into college. And you know what they're going to say? Well, we're paying for your college, so you're going to study this. Your occupation is going to be this. Wait a minute. I, I thought I had choice. No, 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 no. No, you don't have a choice. Because we run the institutions. We run the universities. Um, we're going to tell you what you're going to be. We're paying for it. Huh? See, that's what this is. If you haven't figured it out yet, it's control. If they control your health care, what do they control? They control you, your body, what you can do, the medications you can take, the decisions you can make for your health reasons, right? If they control the universities, what can they do? They can control your education. They can control what you learn. Are you people awake yet? Have I red-pilled you enough today? I mean, this is, what it's, this is where it's going. In all of this theatrics, all of these things I've talked about today, this Ukraine conspiracy theory, the meddling in elections, the impeachment, which I didn't even get to today, all the candidates running for president on the Democrat side, they all have one thing in common. They want to control you. They want to control you. They want to take away your ability of free speech, your right to carry, keep and carry and bear arms. 
They want to take away your choices. They want to make the decisions for you. And all of this impeachment crap, all of the stuff you see with Ukraine, Russia, the Russia hoax, the president, it is all meant to get Trump out of the presidency and you not to vote for him. I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to tell you, nothing stops Trump from being reelected president of the United States except you. The only play, the only play the left has, this secret impeachment, Adam Schiff running it to the, the intelligence committees, all this bullshit we see. They're only doing this because they know they can't beat him. The only thing they can do is get you not to vote for him. If they can sow a seed of doubt in your mind that Trump has somehow done something and has now not deserved your vote, they win. They win. They win. They can't beat him at the ballot box. They can't beat him in ideas. They can't beat him on the economy. I mean, look at the Louis Vuitton. 1,000 new jobs in Texas. 1,000 more jobs created for 1,000 more people who now can feed their family, who can put some money in the bank, who can live a better lifestyle because Louis Vuitton is doing so well, because the economy is doing well. I mean, here we are. And as we talk about this, the only thing, the only thing the Democrats can do to combat this is to make you believe Trump has abandoned you. They can't beat him. Stock market's up 26,864, just, just shy of the 27,000 mark. It's been hovering around there for a few weeks. I mean, if you think about the market, look what the market's done. Look at your 401k. Look at the economy. Look at your taxes. They've went down. Look at the regulation. Look at all the people that are employed. Look at what is going on. I'm living in a subdivision where they are building, currently building over 100 houses across the road from me, and they can't build them fast enough for people to buy them. The value of my house in one year, one year, the value in my, of my house in Texas has went up by $20,000. So I have made, if I sold my house tomorrow, which I could easily do, I would walk away clearing more than 20000 more than I paid for tomorrow. That is amazing. Isn't that what we want? Don't you want to be winners? I mean, don't we want America to be winners? Don't we want to be the best at what we do? Don't we want to lead the world, which we do? But yet, what does the left do? I could care less if it hurts the economy. We just hate Trump. That right there. That sentence right there. Right there. Shows you exactly who the Democrats are. Shows you exactly what they stand for. And oh, by the way, as I finish this today, um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, you know, let her voice be heard. Hashtag let her voice be heard. Um, you know, she came out and she endorsed Bernie Sanders. Well, guess what? Now that she's endorsed Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders says that, uh, yeah, um, AOC would work for him in the White House if he's elected president. See how this works? Now, I went to Twitter and said, isn't that a quid pro quo? But it's really not. I mean, everybody gets offered jobs in Washington. It's incestuous by nature. I mean, there's really nothing you can do. But that right there is the epitome of a quid pro quo. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez gave him her endorsement knowing 
he was going to give her a job in the White House. I talked about this yesterday. If you missed the podcast yesterday, it was pretty good. I talked about maybe Tulsi Gabbard working with President Trump to be a third-party candidate for the left, and Trump says, hey, I'll give you a position within the White House. See how this works? See how all this works? I mean, all the wrangling and the scheming and everything else. And, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez will be the head bartender there at the White House. And she'll make sure that Pelosi and all those knuckleheads have drinks and they stay in that. I mean, you can't make this crap up. But it is the American dream, right? AOC, bartender, congresswoman to White House. You know she's the next Obama, right? I'll leave you with that. All right. Make sure you check me out. At Real Matlock, L-O-C-K-E, on Twitter, Instagram, Parlor. The Cartel Matt on Facebook, America's Voice News from 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern every day. Hey, make sure you get over to Twitter and Facebook and get signed up for that October giveaway. It's still on. I'm still going to give away a Matlock Show t-shirt, a hat, a couple bags of Scars and Stripes coffee, and a pair of combat flip-flops. So make sure you get over there and get signed up. I will. Uh, here's the deal, too. Here's what I'm going to do as well. Do this. If you're listening to the podcast, make sure you're signed up with your email over at thematlockshow.com. I want I want you all places. So if you've signed up for the giveaway, do it there. But for today, The Matlock Show's out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. Wow, that party was bear peng last night. Wanna come to a party in my yard? Yeah, um, um... Uh, okay man, if you don't wanna head, catch you later. Wait, 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 I don't understand. A recent survey of SGI students found that a staggering 91% of non-native speakers have been confused or unsure of what an English person was saying because they were using slang. If you don't want to miss out on the party, search for The Slang Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or head to our website, theslangpodcast.com, where you can listen and learn all the British slang you need.